you understand, there has been some strangeness. Did you successfully plant the seed? And the portal opened, and we stepped through, expecting the realm of the third hag, but found ourselves returned here. We sent you through the portal, expected you to come back. Candy, you went to another realm instead, and so everything had got separated out. It seems like the entire party got scattered to the winds between the realms. Do you have any idea how or why that happened? You all walk through the portal, and again, find yourself in a mountainous terrain-type realm on a somewhat narrow path. The wind itself and the echoes produce this sort of maniacal cackling on the wind. And periodically, lightning will flash through these thunderheads. It will touch down at various places, and when it crashes down, that lightning rod type contraptions are channeling this lightning. A large stone throne, large enough to hold a large iron construct sitting in the throne with a large sword pointing down to the ground. And immediately behind it is a large lightning rod vibrating with energy right now. bag of stuff. I have paper, so I'm going to take a rubbing of some of the words they don't understand. Fantastic. Hold that thought. Sprocket, by the way, is looking back and forth between Kilvarks and Candy during this entire conversation, holding a couple of tools, just like, he puts his tools back in this bag and slowly backs away from this entire process. Yeah. Zir, as you put the paper as you as you touch the throne, the figure seated in it begins to move, and like small dust and pebbles begin to fall out of its joints as it stands up. Its eyes glowing bright blue like the lightning flashes, and it stands up. And I need initiative from everybody. It's go time. <laughs> There's a definite yelp from Zir. She falls backwards off of this thing. Parse roll 20.15. 22 uh, for... 18. Thank you. Candy has achieved a 16. Zir's at 16, too. And then our large friend, fabulous. Oh, he's friendly? Great. With the optimist. Yeah, he's just rolling initiative so he knows what order to give us hugs. <laughs> yes, yes, he does give very nice hugs. And uh, cookies. Sim- Simeon, you will have the initiative. Given that, I will immediately, seeing it stand... I will assume hostility and I will 
strike twice. Let's see here. With Celestia, that's going to be a 21 to hit. That will hit. And that's a nine slashing damage. And your weapons are magical, yes? Yes, they are magical. And it'll be one point radiant damage. Okay. All right. So that's with my. That's uh, what about your other one? Yep. Yeah, with my second main attack, I will attack with Celestria again. That's likely to miss at a 10. Correct. And then with my bonus attack, I will attack with Infernal Lisa. And that'll also likely miss with a 12. Correct. Okay, so a total of 10. Okay. And I will hold my ground. That's a good idea. Kill Varix. So how much of the standing up and the swimming and attacking did he see? Because his attention was on the trying to knock this thing over. What's your passive perception? Passive perception is 14. Yeah, you heard it stand up. It's not quiet. And does it look like my spiritual weapon is doing anything to this? I mean, it's obviously vibrating it, but does it look like it's doing anything? Is it bent it? Is it cracked it? Has it done anything? It certainly hasn't cracked it. If you want to take your turn to investigate it, you can. That's up to you. Um, but it would, take your, it would take your turn of looking at it to figure this out. Yeah, Simeon doesn't look like he got smacked around yet. No one's hurt yet. There's friends over there. Yeah, cool. I'm going to look at it to see if I'm doing any good. All right, roll, roll your investigation check, and since you're taking your entire round, I'll give you advantage. Investigation. I got a 10 and a natural 1, so... Cool. What is your investigation modifier? Uh, plus 2. Okay, so 12 will not do it. Uh, you must be doing some sort of effect, but it's hard to tell like how much of effect is happening. It's only been a couple of hits so far. Okay, Alarai. Seeing Simeon attack, Alarai is going to pull the short blade of the Fey Keep. Yeah. And, but she's too far away to use it, so she is going to also, in her free hand, create a psionic blade and like chuck it. it. That's a t- dirty 20 to hit. Are psionic blades magical? Um, I believe so, yeah. Okay, cool. A, a 20 will hit. All right, and I'm going to use sneak attack because I'm yep. broke and I yep. better. You would have had that advantage, yep. Sure. Ooh, these are nice. A 16 damage. Okay. All right. Uh, bonus action, I'm going to crouch and... I want to move, say, that direction so I can get maybe out of its line of sight and hope that I can hide. It, it's pretty big and tall, so it is a large creature. You would have to get behind the throne to really find a good hiding spot. You're out in the open right now. You can't really right. hide there. Then I will actually move to, say, back here. Yep, that'd be fine. And hope that I'm hiding. Should I stealth? Should I roll? A- Please roll your stealth. <laughs> I think I'm hiding really well. How poorly did you roll? It was a natural one. That's an 11 for me, but still. I need a d6 roll from you, please. That's a four. That's also a four for me. So as you are running by that boulder, the one that's like immediately southwest of where you are, you trip and you are knocked prone. Yay. Okay. Uh, Give me, I need you to give me a d20 roll, please. Straight. Yep. 11. Cool. 
You resisted taking any damage when you fell. Okay, cool. But you are knocked prone. So it'll, it'll take your movement basically next turn to stand up. Movement um, or half movement? Okay, half movement is fine. Yeah. Okay. Half movement. Yep. Okay, that was Alari. Candy and Zir, which of you have the higher dexterity? A 15. Mm-hmm. Candy? 14. Okay. Zir, the initiative is yours. Yeah. Zir, I did ask you a question. Yes, I did see that. And I am actually already in melee range with this thing because I was on its lap when it stood up. I was asking that if you don't want to be there, I can put you somewhere else. I'm fine right where I am. Thank you. I am pretty much sitting on my butt on the ground at this point, and she's just scrabbling backwards to get away from it. Can I still have an attack? Yeah, you can get half of your movement and you can take an attack. You also know that if you leave its, its melee range, it will get an attack of opportunity on you. Okay, so I am just going to scrabble backwards and take out a dagger and huck a dagger at it. See what happens. Cool. All right. Is it is it just a regular mundane dagger? Yep. Cool. All right. Huck uh, it away. Alrighty. That is a nineteen. Not right. natural. Uh, it will bounce off of the carapace and clatter to the ground. Do you? How far do you scrabble away from it? Six, seven feet. Probably not that far. We move in increments of five, and you okay. are in melee feet, range with feet, it. So feet. if you move a square, okay, ten cool. feet, it will squares. get an attack of opportunity on you then. Okay. Yep, it will get an attack of opportunity on you. As it's standing up, it has its sword, a large metal sword in its left hand. With its right gauntleted fist, it will punch you. Ouch. Ooh, I need you to give me a d6 roll, please. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ooh, a one. Fabulous. So I rolled a natural one on my attack, and I also rolled a one on my d6, which means that for the next round, the golem will be at disadvantage. Okay. For everything. So you scrabbled away. He did not. He tried to punch you, but because he was he was still trying to stand up, he wasn't quite fully prepared. He is now out of position. Candy. I'll turn to Kilvarix. We have company. And then shout a battle cry in Gith and charge the backside flanking with Simeon. And cast Green Flame Blade. And while he's walking away, Kilvarix looks at Sprock and says, Does he really think I didn't see that? Uh, that is a natural 20. Cool. Uh, hold on one Maybe you should go help. Yeah. Start with max damage okay. for a single regular hit, and then roll on top of that. Sure thing. So max damage is going to be 15 slashing and 8 fire. Cool. And, and is your the, weapon... Oh, and you cast Green Flame Blade. Yep, okay, cool. Yep. And then the additional damage would be a really crappy roll, so only an additional four slashing and one fire. Cool. So it was a total of, what, nine fire and 13 regular? Total of nine fire and 19 slashing. Okay, cool. All right. So the slashing damage, so you hit it, and it definitely, it 
hits on the back plate of it. And as you hit it, the fire that is surrounding your blade, as you're making contact, it begins like swirling around it and is ingested. It like it breathes and the fire comes into its being. It, like That's it absorbs right. it. Like it absorbs it. And it seems a little stronger after it does that. That uh, was ineffective. I do not recommend yep. fire. It is the golem's turn now, and again, it's going to be at disadvantage for this entire round because of because of Zier's craftiness. But Simeon, you are right in front of it. It is ha- having missed Zier, but its gauntleted fist is extended beyond it. It is going to try to grab you and do its slam attack. That's a 22 at disadvantage. That will hit. Okay, just, like, bats you at the side of his hand, and you take 13, 20 points of bludgeoning damage. Um, and then, uh, yeah, exactly, right? So it smacks you, and then Candy, you are on its back, and so it's going to do the same thing. It's going to try to whack you from while you're behind it. Uh, it's an 18. I will... Err. Nope, that won't work. I, as a reaction, I will shield. Okay. And cool. shield will make my armor class 21. Yep. Okie dokie. Cool. That is that is its turn, and it is, now, it is now fully stood up. So next in initiative order would be... Sprocket. Sprocket will look up at Nir and say, Now that it's up, it's pretty big! And then he will create his Eldritch Cannon, which is effectively him taking his tuning fork wand, wrapping it against the lodestone on his right wrist. His little schematic appears, and he directs it to where it appears. It builds itself five feet from him. That takes the action, but that's not the right Eldritch Cannon, though. There we go. And I create the Force Ballista, having heard Candy say fire is bad, which is good, because I was going to go with fire. Yep. This is more fun. That takes my action, but my bonus action is to command it. And on its, the bonus action, I can have it move and fire. Okay. And the attack would be at advantage. 26 to hit. 26 will hit. Back to the pesky force ballista to roll damage for five force damage. Cool. And is the... Yeah, it would be because it's a magical construct. And then it'll creepy crawl five, ten pike of Varix, fifteen. And Sprocket will step five, ten to right behind it, slipping yep. his hand back into his satchel. Cool. With the iron golem standing up, do I have a clear line inside of it or is Candy still in the way? No, nah, he's big enough that you've got a clear line of sight. Okay. Candy's not that big. He doesn't, like, block it. Anon is going to step forward half his movement. So Anon will then cast a lightning bolt, pulling a bit of fur and a chunk of amber from his pouch. I love it. Okay. Crack it. All right, and that's a the creature needs to throw a 14 dexterity saving throw. Okay. Disadvantage? It is a disadvantage. It will fail. That is for 86. Nice. I don't like that you were happy about that. <laughs> 30? Okay. Cool. All right. 
a solid hit to its right side, and, and now it's getting angry. Any further actions? No, that will end Anon's turn. But to be clear, okay. the lightning appeared to damage it, not make it happy. Correct. It did. All right. Tyriana will go next. They are way at the back now and feeling a little sad that they have missed part of the party. So they will basically basically misty step first and then popping out of the misty portal, do a running, jumping attack at the golem. Let's see. Nice, that will hit. And do a solid amount of damage. Cool. All right. And then last but certainly not least is Seifal, who goes on initiative two, is also in in melee range because he has a a pike, so a 10-foot range, will miss at advantage. And... Oh, actually, Tyriana got an extra attack, but she didn't take it. That's fine. Seifal will take his extra attack, having missed. Oh, natural 20. Rock on. So two solid hits on the golem from the Aladrin. Okay, round two. Simeon. Simeon will shout out to the group. Everyone, pour it on! And he will strike with Celestria. And that's going to be a 14. Miss. He's going to strike again with Celestria. That's going to be an 18. Miss. He's going to do one of those acrobatic spins and strike with Infernalisa on the other to the opposite side. Oh, wait a minute. Was I at advantage or he's just at disadvantage? He's at disadvantage for anything. Yep. But he's also in melee range with two other creatures, so he should be at advantage. I, right I was going to say he's flanked. Oh, but... Infernalisa is a 23. That will hit. And that's going to be nine slashing and two necrotic. Okay. Any further actions? That's everything I got. Okay. Kilvarex. It's a lot of attack without taking a lot of hits. Is going to uh, medallion and three... Dragon head looking darts will appear and fly out and all simultaneously hit the goblin. And then, as a bonus action, the spirit weapon will also start coming down towards this weapon. Okay. How fast does the spiritual weapon move? I think it's 20 or 30 feet. Okay. So it will start moving towards it, but not because I think but it's. But not get there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah, it's okay. 20 feet. 20 feet. Okay. Yep. Okay, so we'll get there next round. Okay, roll the attack on the darts. Or are they uh, magic missiles. Okay. They're magic okay. missiles, so it's one by four plus one each. <laughs> okay. You could use your helmet as the icon for your spiritual <laughs> weapons since it's that. So three, six. Oh, really horribly here. Three. So nine points total damage. No force. Nine. Okay. And it's force damage? Yeah, force damage. Cool. <sighs> Half my movement, I'm going to stand up. I'm not even going to brush myself off. Like, that never happened. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was hiding prone 
That's what I was doing. Yep. And I don't see an opening because this thing is getting pretty surrounded, at least not on my side. I don't see an opening to run up. So I am going to create another psionic blade and I am going to chuck it. Okay. It has cover because of everything that's going on around, based on where you are. Because you're like behind the throne. So you can, you would have to move, you got 15 more feet of movement. You would have to move like down and to the right a little bit to get a clear shot. Because it's like, there's a lot of traffic. Yeah. And I have advantage. Yeah. Because that thing be surrounded. Where is the one I want to use? Wait a minute. 23 to hit. That will hit. And sneak attack again. Sixteen damage. Okay. It's a psychic blade, right? Yep. Is it psychic damage? No, it's not. It's just like regular piercing damage. So you throw your dagger at it, and you hit it. Like that, you found like a little slot in its armor underneath its arm, and the dagger just got absorbed into it. It doesn't seem to register from it, but it didn't seem to do anything. Lovely. Okay. That is my turn. Cool. Zir, you are next. So I am going to cast Cloud of Daggers at the thing. Okay. Also, where do you place it? Because this is an area you fill the air with spinning daggers in a cube, five feet on each side. So where yes. do you put the? Where do you put? Right, it? I'll move my figure so it's right there, ready right there. You have to Trying let go of it for me to see it. Try to aim like, it right there. Like right there. Yeah. Did you see that? Did it pop up? No, it didn't, but I'm trying to... The spot where there's nobody at physically yeah. at it. Like right in the middle of it? Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Yep, perfect. All right. Okay. Let's see if I can hit this sucker first. Then we'll figure out if I'm going to damage it. All right. That's a 19. It doesn't look like this is not a contested spell. Oh, okay. That's cool, yeah, too. A, a creature takes 44 slashing damage when it enters the spell's area for the first time. Yep. Okay. Cool. Well, Find the four right. D. Let me find some D fours. Six sixty four. I probably have that many. Seventeen damage. Seventeen points of damage. Got that? Candy, it's your turn. All right. I have no idea what to do. I think everything I have is useless against this. All right. I. If you look confused, Candy Kilvaris looks at you and says, "If you give me a minute next time, I can make your sword hit it." What he's going to do this turn, however, I'm going to... Where's my selector? There we go. I'm probably going to soak an attack of opportunity, but Candy is going to move to here. Yep. You will indeed get an attack of opportunity. I'll probably miss. That's a 16. A 16 is my armor class. Fantastic. However, so, hold on before, as a reaction, Kilvoric sees you're about to get hit as you're running away, and spectral wings will come out of his back and come in and interpose themselves and block and give you a plus three to armor class. Rock on. There we go. Okay. Cool. That, okay, cool. Yeah. So the golem swings with his sword as you leave his area, and the spectral wings block it. And the golem, iron golems are not known for their emotion, but this one looks frustrated. And with that, it is... I am going to cast at second level Tasha's Caustic Brew. Nice. 
So at the start of each of its turns, first off, it needs to make a deck save. What's my DC? 15. I fail. All right, so it is covered in acid. And at the start of each of its turns, it's going to take 4d4 acid damage until it takes its action to scrape or wash the acid off. Okay. Cool. All right. So what is the damage? You said 44? Uh, at the start of its turn. Is it its turn? Yep. It is its turn next. So that's just for speed. I was going to say, give me the what the 44 is so we can take gotcha. it over turn. Nine. Yep. Okay. Cool. And... I will stand there concentrating. <laughs> yep. Cool. All right. Sweet. So it is its turn. It takes daggers takes dagger damage and acid damage significantly so it swings its sword over its head trying to catch candy on the way by and missing comes back and has two attacks will levy one against Simeon and one against Seifel Simeon that will be a 19 to hit that will successfully hit okay and Seifel will also get hit. So, Simeon... Unfortunately, you're too far away, Simeon, for Kilvaris to help you. <laughs> okay. 24 points of slashing damage for you. And... Oh, shit. He levies a significant hit against Seifel. He is... Seifel is distinctly wounded. And with that, the Iron Golem also rears its head back. It missed out on this last time because of its the disadvantage imposed by Zier. However, let's see, it's a 15-foot cone. And it should get... It should get the two Eladrin and Simeon. Alari will not be able to hit you, but I need a constitution save from you, Simeon. Oh, okay. He's fine. That's an 18. We'll fail. So I will give you a choice. Okay, so he basically, he, he breathes a poison cloud at you, and... Seifel, basically, so having take this grievous wound from his sword, nearly chopped in twain by this sword, the poison cloud is too much, and Seifel falls. I will give you the option. Do you want me to roll the damage, or take the, or give you the average damage? Please roll. I only have 3d8 with me, so it's going to take a minute. That's uh, four. Let's see. That's... That's never th- good to hear. That's 15... Right? After an 18 Plus, failed save? Uh, 16. That's not good. That's another 15. So that's 46. And there's only one more. Oh, oh. 49 points of poison damage. Damn. You're okay, right? Simeon falls over coughing and stops coughing. Oof. Sorry about that. Okay, that is the golem's turn. Sprocket. Okay, I'm going to go for something a little out of the box and see what you do with me for it. Yeah, I like okay. it. 
So Sprocket is going to use his item, item interaction to reach into his satchel and pull out a large spool of copper wire from his tools. I'd like to use my action to tie it around the post. That's an item interaction. I'll give you that, yeah. I was using the item interaction to pull it out. I'm giving you oh, my okay. action yeah, yeah, yeah. to wrap the, it the around and tie it around the post. Yep. I'll offer you my movement to tie a loop in the other end. I will take that. And I, yep. as you're tying it around the post, though, I need you to give me a constitution save to see if, because it's basically you're tying copper wire around a conduit of lightning. So I want to know if you get shocked. But. Oh, yep. My armor is specifically insulated for that because I deal with electricity all the time. I will give it to you at advantage then. Okay. How do I do that in D&D Beyond? Is it shift click? Nope, uh, that was right a regular now. one. Click on the save. Thank you for the advantage, because my first roll was a 7, my second's a 21. Rock on. Yep, nope, you're fine. Yep. So you feel, like, the whiskers in your beard stand out a little bit as you feel the power of the conduit behind you. But and, you are otherwise safe. And then the flap of my bag is still open, and I will use my bonus action to say, All right, Kelvin, take it away! And command my little <laughs> pseudo-dragon with a flying speed of 30 to grab the end of that loop, fly over... 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 to directly over him. Cool. And try to drop that loop on his head. Okay. Give me a dexterity challenge. Or a dexterity save. See if you can make it. Big money, big money. No whammies. How do you feel about 10? It won't get on. It's not quite able to get the loop on. Again, everyone's moving and everything like that, so it wasn't able mm-hmm. to quite get the thing on there, but with some time. That was able to see if he could get it on this round. He'll be able Fair to get enough. it on by the beginning of next round. Okay, dokie. Cool, I love it. And on. So you have a pretty clear line. You saw Simeon take a significant sword strike, and then this poisonous gas leak came out of the out of the golem, dropping Seifel and Simeon last in front of you. I'm going to use my movement to try to reach Simeon, and then I'm going to cast... Yeah, let's put you in the square, like, right next to him. Oh, sorry. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Yep. Okay. And then I'll try to use... A, will you give a non-medicine check to see if we can stabilize Simeon? Sure. Yep. That would be your action for the round, but... Yes. Yep. 22. Yeah, totally fine. So you can stabilize him. So basically he has like half a hit point. So that's okay. not enough to stand up, but he's not in death saves anyway. That uses my full movement, correct? I would imagine that took your full movement, yeah. That's because you're probably 25. Yeah, 30. Yeah, yeah okay. I would imagine you may have five more feet of movement, but you also know that if you leave, you're now in melee range with this mm-hmm. thing. So if you leave it, you'll get an attack opportunity. Okay, that ends my turn. Okay, cool. Iriana sees Seifel fall, cries out, and attacks. We'll hit it. Okay. And attack it again. And miss it. Seifel makes a death save and passes. Good for him. Okay, next round. Simeon, you are not in death saves. You're at half a hit point after Anon has stabilized you. You should not in death saves. Kilvarix. 
it would be your turn. So Varix is going to move, staying out of the range of the Golem, but trying to get behind Simeon and now Anon and Zir. So probably in that corner right here, if possible, so that he can reach out and touch whoever he needs to and help out. Because if yeah. they're within five feet of him, he can use his wings if they're farther than he can't. And he is going to, as a bonus action, move the magic weapon to hit that thing. And as his action, he is going to lay hands on Simeon and cast uh, Cure Wounds. Just a second, let me roll my Cure Wounds. Yep. Yeah, exactly. You, you may be up soon. <laughs> seven healing points. Okay. So he, so he gets back has... seven, and then the magic after all the strike for the uh, magic. Yep. Uh, uh, where is spiritual weapon? Oh, second level spell. I thought it was the first level spell. So it's a nineteen hit. Nineteen will miss. Oh. Okay. Any further actions on your front? No, I'm saving my reaction to try to save someone's ass. I love it. <laughs> Alright, go ahead. Um, seeing that my psionic blades did not seem to be doing a whole hell of a lot, Alright is going to pull she's had the short blade the short blade of Fay Keep in her one hand in her off hand. She's going to pull the short sword of luck yep. from for her on hand, she wants to let me get on the right thingy. She wants to run around, yep. stab the guy. Okay. All right. Fair uh, enough. Roll your attack. An advantage. That's a lot better. Uh, I'm going to use the short sword of luck on this one. So mm -hmm. that's 26 to hit. That will hit. And. Sneak attack. 17 damage. Okay. And it's just regular slashing damage? Yes. Okay. Bonus action disengage and take a step back. Okay. Rock on. Zier. All right. Of the two, Simeon and the other guy, which looks worse from my perspective? They're both bad. Simeon has been healed. You saw Kilvarex heal him. The other guy is still clove in twain and dead. Okay, so I'm going to put healing words on the one that quote-unquote looks dead. Yep. Our little hel our little elven hel elven buddy. Yep. And three, seven hit points. Okay. Two. Fabulous. He, his wound heals a little bit and he regains a little bit of color. And Candy. Candy will turn and from his position shout over the din of battle to Enon you seem to be in a precarious position do you wish to be extricated take the night I do not understand <laughs> it's within six seconds so that's the extent of the conversation you're going to be able to have fine alright he's a sorcerer right Okay. Correct. I am going to cast Vortex Loop. You can voluntarily fail a constitution saving throw, or you can make the save if you want to resist. So basically, he's trying to suck you out of there, Anon. Ah, uh, it only transports one person? I'm trying to drag my uh, my purple knight friend with me. 
I'm trying to Tell get the squishy rule of cool. out of a battle, out of melee range from a golem. So, rule of cool, Anon, I will let you make a strength saving throw to see if you can grab Simeon and throw him. Okay. The DC is going to be high. Okay. I roll an eight, unfortunately, but I'm yep. going to try to bend my luck by spending a uh, spending two sorcery points. I like it. I like it. I spent two sorcery points to give myself an additional D4. Ugh, that was a waste. So a total of nine. Total of nine is not sufficient. You try to grab Simeon and throw him through, but you're not able to do it. Now I need you to make your constitution save to see if you can resist the pull of the vortex. Okay. I roll a 20. Natural 20? Yes. I'm oh, sorry, cool. a dirty 20. Okay. But you said the DC was 19, Dan? My DC candy? is 15. Okay, cool. So you beat the DC. So you have the option of stepping through the vortex or not. That is up to you. I'm pretty chonky. I'll, uh, I'll remain... Okay. Okay. Well, there was a second level spell slot. <laughs> I appreciate the the attempt, though, Candy. All right. And then, so that's my action. And okay. I'm still holding the Caustic Brew, so at the start of its cool. turn, it'll take four, another 44 acid damage. Yep. Are any of, would any of the spells that you cast that turn have lowered your concentration for the acid damage that the golem is about to take? Okay. Cool. So the golem kind of having all these daggers whirring around him and this acid gas clouding around him is definitely taking significant injury. He's going to try to recharge his poison breath and fail. He tries to rear his head back to, again, cast out his choking cloud, but gears and screws begin to pop out of his joints and his thing, and he collapses onto the throne as the magic smoke begins to be let out of the box that is powering him. As, and so Simeon, you are just coming to consciousness as is Seifel, and as the golem crashes into the throne, as he crashes into the throne, a voice begins to emanate from the throne. Dark, 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 dark,
It is, is indeed light of Imprison prison in the night, the light. And as the voice ends, the lightning rod behind takes a large shot of lightning, begins vibrating with energy. Sprocket, as you drop the wire on the head of the golem, you can see the circuit traveling across, but the golem seems not to respond. Oh man, I thought he'd blow up or something. If you really well, that wasn't first. Up, Anybody get all that? Dark star, put him in the light. Something along that line. I think I got some of it. That was creepy. Seemed like gibberish to me. Sprocket begins recollecting his wire. It was quite unsettling. Can I test with, I don't know, bardic knowledge or something on that? Sure. What would I roll for that, Karen? Give me a... Give me like a... In, uh, but there is no bardic knowledge mechanic yeah, I know. anymore. I know. That's why I was going... Uh, intelligence? Here we go. Actually, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Bardic knowledge. Is that... Yeah, here we go. Yes, there is. It is... Bardic knowledge. Bard level plus your intelligence modifier. So I'm a six-level bard... Plus my intelligence modifier... Okay. So, eight. Eight is your result? No, hang on. Might as well have been. Four. And six. Ten. Okay. No, you're no. not able to pick out... There are some names and there are some things, but not enough to piece together the okay. what's going on there. Let's go, Varks. So... As soon as that happened, until the end of the spell, which only lasts, I think, a minute, but the spiritual hammer was always going to head back over and start knocking that thing over. Totally cool, yeah. So it lasts a minute, you said, right? Yeah, it lasts a minute. So, so that's what? Two, then travel, then one. So probably give me, can you give me like 68? Give me a 68. <laughs> I'm going to do the D10. 
The lightning rod has a significant bend in it, but it has not fallen. <clears throat> Would Candy's knowledge or experience in the Astral Sea yeah. lend any light to this traveler from a distant land, the gatekeeper to the stars? Sure. Give me your choice of an arcana or a history rule. Yeah, they are both the same. Oh, or history, you said? Yep. Okay, now we'll go with Arcana. Oh, you son of a pumpkin. Right on the edge of a nat 20 and it rolls to an 8. So that's a 15. You have heard claims like this before, right? But you're not able to piece together the specifics of this one. It definitely seemed like some sort of astral traveler type thing. So... Disciple and something or other through the passage of space and time? Is that what others heard? Simeon, I'd like that history roll from you, please. 22. 22. As you're coming to and regaining your consciousness and regaining your bearings and having this strange astral experience, you realize that the voice that is speaking is reading the inscription that's on the chair. You're able to ascertain hearing it spoken is the elvish derived language that's on the chair begins to make sense. And the gist of it is that the voice belongs to a traveler by the name of Mazikoth who claimed to be from a distant dark star, but that they had been imprisoned in this realm, but knows that the keeper of this realm fears the light, fears the sun, and that you can use it to imprison her. I will definitely relay that, and then finish taking the rubbings of those writings, and then in Elvish script, write the actual meaning of the translation so that I don't forget that yep. knowledge, so I basically okay. have it. Anyone got a rope so we can finish pulling this power conduit down? You are definitely of single-minded purpose, Kilvarix. Yes, right here. He reaches into his back and takes out 50 feet of hempen rope. <laughs> Rocket moves away from the large thing that Kilvarix is now still trying to turn down. Whatever's at the castle doesn't need more power. And switches to investigating the construction of the Iron Golem. Yep. Okay. Sprocket, we'll get to you in just a second. So you loop the uh, loop the rope. Where do you tie the rope to the lightning rod? I'm trying to get it around that crescent and use the, the rope to pull it down. As yep. Whatever way it was bent, I'll use this way. So Excellent. Try to get it looped through the crescent to the very top. You know, okay. give me a give me a lever long enough and a fulcrum on which to rest, and I will move the world. Yep. <laughs> I like Sprocket it. hollers. Uh, I have some sturdy copper wire if you'd like to pull with that. Look, if it looks sturdier than the rope, either way, I don't care what I'm using as long as it's <laughs> Who would like to aid in pulling down the lightning rod? If you are so determined, this one will lend his back. 
as rolling on. It's probably for the best, because he's not wrong. You don't want to keep powering up whoever's up there. Alright, uh... Okay, so if it's the four of you, do all four of you have a strength score above 15? Because it requires a combined strength score to go ahead and pull it down. I need that number to be 60 or above. So you've got 16, Candy. Yep. Kilvorks is 18. Okay, so that's 34. Anon? 13. 13, so 47. Sprocket? Sprocket's not helping pull down the lightning rod. He's just throwing his commentary on it while he went off to investigate the lightning rod, the iron gun. I will definitely go to help, but I would hope that through proper positioning and dexterous leaning, I could perhaps use something other than strength to aid in this endeavor. Let me look up and see if there are any seeming exceptions in the book. No. That sounds like I'm There's a, a reason Alari is tall as she is, has not tried to step no. in and help. It is already on its way. Okay, I will let, so of the four of you, I will let one of you make an athletics check to pull it down. Because it's, it's tough. You're at like 57. So it's like, you're right there and it's already been loosened with the spiritual weapon. So I, the four of you decide, one of you make an athletics check. Kilvarix is leading it, and he is probably the strongest out of the four of them. All right, make your athletics check. Are you also proficient in athletics? Of course not. I am proficient in athletics. So I have a plus six athletics. I yield, I only have a plus four. I only have a plus four. I will be ready with a reaction to push any of them to safety should it fall. <laughs> if you want to tie the rope around a non and then pick him up and drop him, he weighs almost 500 pounds. So. Regular check, Josh, or with advantage? Just a regular check. Oh, good lord. I have not rolled anything above a nine all day. That's a 13. It's creaking, but it's not falling. Okay, so Kilvarex, you try to muscle it down, and or uh, Candy, rather, you try to muscle down the lightning rod, and it just doesn't want to go. Han has, has offered to let you t- tie the rope around him and let him try to make a make an attempt. Well, Kilvarex will look around at everyone that's not helping and say, Get over here! <laughs> Yeah, Tyriana and Seyfel holding his liver in his hands will limp over. Alaron, um, I'm coming. I'm coming. Push the other, the right. wounded out of the way. Yeah, but I, I do like the guy with his liver in his hands. I'm sorry I cut you off. Please continue, Josh. No, it's after. So he got nearly cleave, cloven twain by the iron go- golem and then got poisoned significantly. So he's not in great shape right now and would really appreciate some healing if possible. Maybe, perhaps, if somebody could spare some. No, nope. uh, but no, nope. but that's with, not important right now. Got to pull down the lightning rod. With everybody pulling on the lightning rod, it it topples. The, the significant injuries to Seyfel and Simeon. It may be worth a short break before continuing. Yeah. Just down off to the side, there is a placid-looking lake with some like tall like columns interspersed around it some of the columns seem to have like beacons like fires lit on top of them 
but that looks like it. It's a fairly it's a fairly defensible area and seems fairly quiet. There doesn't seem to be th- anything going on there. That would be an area to go take a rest if you're looking for one. I suppose we could deal with a short rest. It looks like an idyllic spot, but no more than an hour. Just enough to catch our breath. Rocket pipes up from where he has removed the armor casing from the top of the shoulder joint and is halfway inside the shoulder joint, removing pieces of the iron golem and goes, yeah, I think a short rest would be great. I'll be right here. And ducks back in. (laughs) So is that Sprocket is not going down to the lake? Is that... If people insist that he does, he will, but otherwise he's pretty engrossed. He's not hurt. He doesn't need to rest. If Sprocket is going to stay up there, then Alari will stay up there. She'll sit down and lean against a thing, but she'll just keep an eye out. Since nobody's... Since Sprocket can't watch his own back. uh, As we head down, Simeon is going to use second win. (laughs) Okay. Alright. We used to be able to contact us if we separate, and we're at the lake and you're up here. It's not far. It's only 100 and 150 feet away. The range on... The psionic whispers is a mile. Thank you, Vox. We'll acquiesce and let you stay with him while he goes down to the lake with the others. You do notice, Alari, once you settle, that you hadn't seen him until a little while ago when he was flying around trying to drop a copper wire, but Kelvin, the little pseudo-dragon, is sitting watching for Sprocket on guard. It is important to note that as I use second win, three of my allies get six hit points. So in this particular case, definitely Seifel, the knight who was most injured, and yep. who will get six. And Alari, you were hit once, so you'll get. Whoa. You were not hit. Oh, that's right, you fell over. Boy, the fact that he has a map for this doesn't make me feel better. Who? <laughs> Oopsie. Uh, <laughs> that is poor. That is a that is a hole. It's just idyllic. Uh huh. No, that's actually, that that's the tower uh, oh, with the beacon on top. Of the tower. Yeah. Okay. It goes um, up, not down. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who else is injured? Kilvarex does not have a scratch on him. Was anybody else injured? Andy was rescued by Kilvarex's wings of glory. Okay. So it was just me? It's safe, though. Isn't it always? Yeah. I say, true to form. I think it was just you and safe, that got hurt. Okay. I was going to say, and the elf is what I said, because I couldn't remember. But to be fair, you are the one that approached the large, scary, iron monstrosity and started messing with its throat. I expected it to happen. Yes. In that case, there's nobody else to get healed, so yeah. Okay. Cool. Seyfeld definitely appreciates that as his liver retracts slightly into his abdominal cavity. I'm going to do healing work. It's still poking out a little bit, but it's better. Yeah. Okay, how much does that heal him? Seven. That was seven. Okay. Okay. And if we do a short rest, can't we use hit dice? Yes. Correct, you can. Hit dice. How many? Yeah. As many as you'd like, so up to six. It just, when a long rest happens, you only get half your level and then we're stored. Yeah, Ah, that's right. I'm going to use all six. Okay. Bard can give Song of Rest for an extra D6, and you've got your cooking feet, which would give an extra D8 to anyone who spends hit dice. Yes, which I would also be doing. So you may not need to use all six. 
as bad as I was hit, even with the healing I've done? I probably do. You do get to add your con mod. To your dice, at least, not to the yeah. bard or the cooking feet one. So I'll use five. At the end of a short rest, I will get three levels of spell slots back. Excellent. So I will get my first level shield back and my f- failed vortex warp. So does everybody have how much healing they're getting done and everything like that? Is that all settled, or do we have further thing, further questions on that front? I'm all set. Cool. Assuming yeah. that we complete a short rest. So yep. seven oh, people, yeah. which is all of us. Yeah. There are seven of you down here right now, yeah. All right, so anybody who needed to use the healing, which is just myself and Savarn at this point. Yep. So we'll get another eight. Okay. Excellent. Thank you for joining us. This has been Tabletop Journeys. We would love to hear your feedback on our show today. Join us at www.ttjourneys.com, where you can subscribe to the blog to leave comments and see all the content that we publish beyond the podcast. You can also stay in touch by subscribing to our Twitter, at ttjourneys, by joining our Facebook group, Tabletop Journeys, or by sending an email directly to podcast at ttjourneys.com. And remember, if you want early access to all of our episodes, a chance to drop dice with your favorite hosts, and maybe even appear in one of our actual plays, you can join our Patreon to help support the show at patreon.com forward slash ttjourneys. You're listening to us on Stitcher, iTunes, Podchaser, Spotify, or Audible. We would appreciate it if you would like and subscribe to the podcast on that platform. Full episodes come out every week on Saturdays, and every Tuesday features our actual play episodes. Thank you for listening and for being a part of our growing community. And in the words of another traveler along our path, we bid you shade and sweet water.